Welcome to Real Estate and Coffee. My name is Joel Arndt. Today is Friday, October 11th, 2019. Here's some Canadian real estate news while you enjoy your morning coffee. From the Financial Post, election pledges risk reigniting Canadian home prices, realtors warn. Canadian prom... Canadian... Oh, boy, goodness. <laughs> Let's try that again. Candidates... Promising home buyer incentives during Canada's election campaign risk igniting already lofty prices without tackling the critical issue of supply, a real estate firm warns. Even with consistent economic conditions and no new housing policy changes, home prices will rise by 1.5% in the fourth quarter to an aggregate 632,226 over the same period last year, according to a report Thursday by Royal LePage. Well-intentioned election promises aimed at making housing more accessible and affordable for the first-time buyer will fall flat if they trigger a surge in demand without corresponding increase in the supply of homes, Phil Soper, President and Chief Executive Officer of Royal LePage, said in a statement. Royal LePage is owned by Brookfield Asset Management, Inc., Housing affordability has become a key issue in the federal election campaign. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is pledging to boost the cap on homes eligible for a 10% government equity stake to almost 800000 in costly markets like Vancouver and Toronto, while Conservatives plan to review the mortgage stress test for first-time home buyers, remove it from mortgage renewals, and extend mortgage amortizations. Prices resumed their upward track even after governments instituted regulations to tame the market thanks to an influx of immigrants, a lack of supply, and lower interest rates. Most markets have rebounded following an adjustment period last year, with Toronto seeing increased sales and a rebound to near-record prices. In Toronto, the aggregate price of a home will rise by 3.1% in the fourth quarter to $859,301 and condos, once the most affordable option, have surpassed $600,000 and are poised to gain more, according to Royal Page. While the Vancouver region continues to adjust to a policy-driven sales and price slump, the rate of price decline has slowed, and Royal Page expects it will, fall, uh, it will slow further as buyers see cheaper prices as an opportunity to get into the market. I just, this is something that I've been talking about a lot. I'll probably continue to talk about. We need more supply. Sounds like I'm beating a dead horse now, but you know what? I don't think, I haven't heard any evidence that that's really the issue being targeted. Um, And it's nice to hear other people talking about it. Especially, you know, one of Canada's biggest real estate brokerages. And I like that it's identifying the three issues working in tandem to keep prices, to keep pushing prices up. Influx of immigrants, lack of supply, lower interest rates. Now... Personally, 
I don't think the influx of immigrants is a problem. I think we need to plan properly for it, but we have the resources and the space. <laughs> we just have to get out of our comfort zone. A lack of supply. Okay, I've been talking about that for a while. I'm, I want to keep talking about that. I want to talk to developers, condo builders, home builders, contractors about their plans for 2020 uh, through 2025, about the projects they want to do versus the, pro the projects that are profitable. I want to talk about the, the roadblocks they run into. I want to find out why they're not building rental, purpose-built rental units if they're not building purpose rental units and what it would take for them to start working on projects like that. So if you know a developer, a contractor, home builder, who's, who has one, two or more projects on the go, who's active in developing right now, building, building houses, building units in some form, I'd love to talk to them and get their insight on where the supply engine is at and what's holding it back, particularly in the area of purpose-built apartment units and densification. And then lower interest rates. And I don't know that those interest rates are gonna get much higher. I don't know, actually, I can't, I can't say either way. The way it's tracking right now, there's a lot of pressure on the Bank of Canada to, to keep interest rates down. And there's definitely a lot of pressure on the Federal Reserve in the U.S., like all over. Um, I think Switzerland has a negative interest rate, or is it Germany? Germany. Germany has a negative interest rate bond right now. And Denmark. And there's a few other countries. Like negative interest rates at a government level, like that's that's a sign if I ever if I ever saw one. So without understanding what influences fully understanding what influences interest rates, it seems like we're probably interest rates probably aren't going too much higher. Now the two things we can really affect the two issues here that we can really affect is the influx of immigrants and the lack of supply. And I would actually be interested to see in what the more efficient, solution would be to stem the tide of immigrants or to increase the amount of supply. I think you could actually connect the two and keep immigration at relative at, at these levels. I think that's also what's feeding our economy. We're choosing like we're letting um, people who actually want to be productive come live in Canada. I think that's important. And 
if you funnel people who need like temporary jobs or even permanent jobs and are willing to work construction, like make it really attractive for Canadian, like, uh, you know, country born Canadians, I don't know how you native born Canadians and Im immigrants make it attractive for all of us to get into construction, make it easier. Cause I know that they're hurting for work workers, good laborers, and make it easier for the contractors and developers to build, to densify, for cities to densify. Like that really should, one really should feed into the other. You could almost offset the, it seems to me, and this is a completely unprofessional opinion, it seems to me that you could use the tide of immigration to feed housing supply almost offset the increase but you know it's a lot more complicated than that i realize that just some thoughts i'd love to hear your thoughts email me recoffee at joelarnt.ca so that's recoffee at j-o-e-l-a-r-n-d-t dot c-a You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere where you find this at, uh, anywhere where you find your podcasts, and you will get Canadian real estate news Monday through Saturday. I take Sundays off. If you know of a developer, if you know of anyone who uh, loves to talk about real estate, and you know that they would enjoy this episode, share this episode with them. I'd love to hear their thoughts as well. If you're looking to kind of upgrade your circle, that sounds like a douchebag thing to say, but honestly, they're the friends that you have that you can just relax with, and then they're the friends that you have that will really push you forward. I didn't have a whole lot of friends that really pushed me forward in this area. They, they pushed me forward in other areas, spiritual areas and stuff, but they didn't push me forward in money and finances. That's why I started going to different real estate meetups and stuff. Listening to podcasts. One podcast I hooked onto was The Truth About Real Estate Investing in Canada with Erwin Cito. He hosts the IWIN meetings. And they're fantastic. The networking there, the connections, they've been great. Really stretches me. Every time I come back, I'm like, man, I need to step it up. So Irwin's hosting the Wealth Hacker Conference on November 9th. And it's just going to be a slew of like hundreds of people who are actively upgrading their financial uh, prowess, you know, they're just getting better at making money. And uh, so I bought my ticket because I just want to hang out with those kind of people. Plus, there's going to be a lot of really interesting, there's a lot of people who are, are going to be teaching some very interesting strategies. And Grant Cardone's going to be there. I've been following uh, some of Grant Cardone's sales stuff. It's super practical, actually, um, pretty motivating if, if you're into sales at all. 
into business at all. It really focuses you in. Now, I got my ticket at a bit of a discount, so I can pass that on a bit. If you would like to go to the conference, go to wealthhacker.ca. Pick your ticket. There's three different classes. And then enter the promo code REALWEALTH. All one word. So, wealthhacker.ca. Pick your ticket. Enter the promo code REALWEALTH. All one word. And then email me and let me know that you're coming so that we can set a time to meet up. It'd just be better. It'd be way more fun. All right. It's Friday. Have a good one.